Welcome everybody to another episode of Salt Shakers. This is your host Chrono. Um, I wanted to start off by um, saying hello to our newest guest. Yeah, Sketch. Yeah, yeah Alex yep. from America. That's right. That's staying in um, Melbourne at the moment. I'm yeah? in Melbourne, yeah. That's great. Yeah, so uh, what business do you have in Melbourne at the moment? Uh, so I'm a grad student actually. Okay. Um, get my master's there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I'm there for about three years total. Oh, yeah. Uh, two yep. years rather, sorry. Mm -hmm. Two mm -hmm. years total. And. Um, yeah, I'm just enjoying my time there. Don't yeah, 
events while I can. Yeah, how's everything over there for you? Treat uh, like how's the people treating you and everything? Oh, they're great. Actually, they're the reason I kind of moved there in the first place. They're a big part okay. of it, at least. Um, yeah. And they're fighting game related. Mm -hmm. I met some of these guys years ago in Singapore mm -hmm. for uh, Seam. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 They told me about Shadowloo. Mm -hmm. They were they were really cool. They were like, "Hey, come on down. Yeah. Give us a visit." And How long ago was that? Uh, so I was living in Japan at the time. This was 2014. Yeah. Um, so I went to Shadowloo at the end of that year, and then 2015 they did another one, and I enjoyed it so much I just went back. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah. So obviously you play a lot of fighting games. That's why we're having this conversation sure. in the first place. Yeah, sure do. So. Um, yeah, so when did you start playing fighting games and, and everything? So I started uh, as a kid because mm -hmm. uh, my family, we owned a video store in yeah. New York. Okay. And we would always have arcade machines. Mm. We'd always have fighting games. At yes. least one fighting game. So this would be in the 90s, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the 90s when, you know, arcades were a thing. Video stores were a thing as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so weird how um, just the world is evolving in terms of technology. Like... You actually think that video stores, like, you know, back at the time, first of all, it was a video store, then it's like a DVD store. Right. And then now it's like, oh, Do what, have a those? what store? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's funny. You have to clarify a video store. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, as you were saying? Yeah, so I kind of grew up with that. Um, and then I got a little bit older and I found out about Chinatown Fair. Yeah. Um, I went there for DDR at first, though. I was big into that. Oh, okay, okay. But We've got a few DDR players here as well. Oh, do you? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, Still we've, got a, we've got a bit of a community. It's not really DDR. It's more like ITG. Oh, in ITG. The group. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they have fighting games there, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I would play and I'd get my ass whooped. Mm. I would get smacked around. Um, they were just on a different level. Clearly different level. Yeah. Um, so I would play every now and then, but I wasn't super serious. Mm. Uh, and then um, in about 2011, uh, around when Mar uh, Marvel 3 came out. Yes. Uh, that's when I started to play a little more. Yeah. And I had a friend at uni, and we would just play for hours and hours. Yeah, okay. About a year straight, and mm -hmm. then we were like, wait a second, they have locals going on. Why don't we go test our, our ability, see what's good? And that kind of kick-started everything. You know, mm -hmm. I met some awesome people there. Yeah. Um, probably my closest friends uh, are from there, and just the, the fighting game scene in general. Mm. Um, I keep in contact with them. I have friends all over the world, and it just kind of... That's that's where it started as far as the community goes. Right, okay. So, um, yeah, you've met these people. I mean, that's it's kind of funny because um, it, it's, it seems like that's everybody's origin story. Mm. It's like, oh, it started off with a local tournament. You know, we just wanted to test our skill, and that's in the wrestle's history. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, so, funny story, actually. Um, yeah. So my first tournament was Seasons Beatings. Mm. Um, this was actually before I got into the scene. Yeah. Um, my friend and I, we found the tournament, mm. we went to it, and little did I know it was one of the most, you know, electrifying and just wonderful experiences no that I've had. Yeah. Um, so, my second match, I have to play Gamer B on stream. Gamer This is my first tournament, I have to play Gamer B on stream. It's on YouTube as well. Okay. It's pretty... Anyway, so I had to play him on stream, and I was nervous. Yeah. I mean, my hands were shaking. I was like, Sweating. look. Yeah, I was Sweating. like, look, this is international. I've yeah. seen this guy on streams. Like, who am I, right? Mm. So I got I got pretty destroyed. Um, and then I actually ended up going one and one in that tournament, because someone played my losers match for me. I didn't understand how tournaments worked, mm -hmm. so someone ended up playing my match, mm -hmm. and that was kind of it. So that was my experience with it. Um, and I was a little, after that, I kind of... Took a step back because I was mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, my friends and I, we found the locals and that's where it started. So Gamer B. Wow, yeah. So that was, 
Oh, okay, well that's that's a story. And that was actually the year he won, so I wasn't. It wasn't the worst losing yeah. to the guy who won the tournament. Yeah, for sure, so for that's... sure. So game of B, yeah. So that was a don. Yeah, was that playing. was uh, during Super as well. Yeah, when yeah. he was quite quite. Good. Who who were you using back then? Uh, I was using Balrog. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Boxer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So um, with that there. So that's what kick-started your passion for um, the community and for fighting games and everything. Is fighting games sort of the, o uh, the, the only genre that you play? Uh, no, I mean, I like playing video games in general, don't mm. get me wrong. It's just there's something about the competitiveness of mm. fighting games. Yeah. And it's, you know, you and one other person. Yeah. It's very, very raw, you know, <laughs> yeah, in a yeah. natural sense. Oh, um, of course, of course. But yeah. I'm a big fan of, you know, like rhythm games, like I said, big into DDR. Yeah. Um, yeah, RPGs. I, I'm a, I'm very loose with those kinds of things. Yeah. I, I do like uh, video games in general. And it's nice to take a break every now and then, mm -hmm. you know. Too much fighting games can kind of take its toll on you. It does, it does. And I kind of find this um, the hard way, really, because, um, you know, you play a game and then you, you win big at a local tournament. Mm. So, you know, you beat, like, a um, you know, someone who's actually quite prominent and things like that and you're like oh I like this and then you keep playing but the mm. thing is that sometimes if you keep playing you get worse don't you it can happen it definitely can happen and I think maybe uh, it can be from overthinking mm. it maybe it's become you become relaxed yeah and kind of no one there's to challenge you um, yeah that's why you just need someone there to kind of meet you whenever you improve they have to improve as well and kind of yeah back and forth so what are you what about um, you know just getting absolutely destroyed by a friend who's actually really good at the game so that that happens um, quite often. <laughs> so there's a guy in Melbourne. Yeah. People are probably familiar with him. His name's Toxie. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's, you know, all around master of fighting games. Like this guy picks it up. Yeah. Couple hours at most. And he's always good. He's, he's always Justin good. Wong. He's the Australian Justin Wong. <laughs> I will totally, without a doubt, say he's yeah. the Australian Justin Wong. Okay. Okay. Um, and so whenever we play fighting games, he's always pushing me to the limit. Yeah. I mean. Absolutely. It's always great games with him. So yeah, mm. I mean, it's important to have someone like that, for sure. Yeah. If you want to we've, got, we've got one person here, um, his name's Thomas, and um, yeah, he's he's a master at Tekken. Yep. I mean, um, when we call him the absolute master because he absolutely dominates every tournament when he comes here. Um, you know, any majors or anything like that, he'll always be at the top. Um, he was a sponsorship of, uh, you know, he was sponsored by the E Blacks. So okay, oh yeah, nice. Yeah, so it's quite big, and um, you know, he would give us a lot of pointers and things like what we're doing wrong and things. And it's actually good. That's it's necessary. Good. Yeah, you need someone like that mm. to kind of point out your flaws mm. because when you're playing, there's only so much you can see and yeah. analyze. Yeah, it definitely helps to have someone on the outside kind of explaining what's going on. Mm. Right. No, that's that's definitely cool. Um, Moving on there, you said that, um, you know, when I opened up my laptop, mm. you said that you've seen the logo? I have, yes. Wow, uh, that's, that's, like, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that look, it would actually reach that far. Oh, definitely. So, well, I, I follow a lot of the uh, New Zealand guys, mm. um, as well as the Australian guys on Twitter, and I see them. The, the great thing about the communities over here is they're very tight-knit, mm. and everyone supports one another. It's and good because we're quite tight with Australia as well. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's great. And then, you know, when you guys go back and forth between tournaments there's so much camaraderie and mm -hmm. just the passions there it's wonderful it's a large reason why I'm still here yeah 
for that's sure. really cool so you're sort of kind of making australia your second home uh, that's definitely yeah yeah i definitely say so damn that's sure. so cool got my family out yeah here. it's it's just so weird because you know when you saw it, it's like salt shakers i've seen that before yeah yeah it's like a bunch of new zealand guys and <laughs> yeah it was it's yeah it's just so buzzy look they're all you guys are all supporting one another and getting the word out and i think that's what it takes you know you just, the, the the support and the passion it will shine it will show mm. and you just got to keep at it yeah i definitely can see big things coming from the community here oh it's good i think that what we need is we sort of need more names like bigger names sort of backing us up yeah um you know it could be anything really i mean it could be red bull samsung anything like any big title they'll be like look we're here to support the um you know the gaming community the esports and everything yeah because uh, the sad thing is is that um what i'm seeing is that I, I read a lot of news and things and um a lot of the older generation they don't really take it seriously they're mm. like oh no it's just a game sure you know but then you sort of think about it and you're like oh yeah well soccer's a game yeah you know baseball's a game um anything's a game well i think there's more to it than that like sure it's a game but there's so much outside of the game right because people travel all the time for tournaments they travel to see friends they travel for the game but they, they, they get out there, and it's not just you show up, you play your game, and you go home, mm -hmm. right? There's always banter. Of course, hanging yeah. Hanging out. Uh, you get meals with friends, like, yeah. talk late into the night. It's great. Like, tournaments are some of, probably my mo most enjoyed times of the year, mm. I would mm. say. Yeah. It was getting to that point, though. Um, you know, I don't know what you think about this, but... Um, but maybe back in 2011 or something, um, at our local tournaments, it's always like, you know, the Street Fighter guys and there's always Tekken guys mm. and things like that. And um, because the thing is that Tekken came so late into the console um, competitive scene, oh, that's right. it's yeah. always in the arcade yeah, and, and everything like that. So um, we didn't really get to meet the, um, the Street Fighter boys until a lot later. Oh, okay. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it's actually, you know, cool to, you know, sort of getting the people together and you know yeah. having that banter and things like that so that's that's how I, I sort of got into the community nice okay mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah all right so for those that are tuning in there i have sketch with me you yep. from new york well he's actually his second home is melbourne melbourne right now yeah, that's well, correct right, melbourne right now so um sketch tell us about um uh you know some of the sort of interactions that you've had with um you know other pro game like you know with the pro gamers out there and things like that sure yeah so i mean i've traveled to a bunch of events when i started traveling uh, outside the u.s mm -hmm. i was living in japan at the time yes so i would go to different asia events and i'd see a lot of the japanese players actually okay so it was kind of interesting um like seeing you know Bonchan and tokido at places and you yeah. just kind of like oh hey good to see you man you yeah know, yeah like very casual because you see these guys on streams and you're thinking, wow, they're kind of this entity almost, right? they're just right? people. They're just regular people, you yeah. know, like, they want to have a chat. Yeah. They just want to talk about what's going yeah. on, like, real easy. So, it's it's a very interesting experience to go to these tournaments because, say with esports, uh, different, different games like Dota, right? Mm -hmm. You have Dota, Counter-Strike. These teams are very much segregated. Yeah. They're in their own space. Mm -hmm. You don't really have fan interaction or... Yeah. Interaction um, with other people. League of Legends, for example. Right, exactly. Yeah. So basically, we used to, um, for me, when I was into League of Legends, mm. we used to follow like these people. Right. You know, like, um, and yeah, we used to follow our favorite teams. You know, like Cloud Nine and yeah, TSM and things like that. And um, yeah, so they, there's, they, I guess that there's more fans. Yeah. Whereas for us, because we're playing the game, mm -hmm. you know, and um, you know, we're going to these tournaments. Yeah. 
you know, it kind of seems like Justin Wong is just a normal, nice dude. Sure. And things like that. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that's what's so great about the fighting game community mm. is that, you know, you can show up and you're Joe Schmo, you're Johnny Donuts, and your first match is against Daigo, right? Yeah. And that's the wonder of the of the scene. Like, it doesn't matter how good or bad you are. You have the same amount of capability yeah. to play in a tournament. So, you know, for example, the, you know, if you have someone like that plays uh, League of Legends, mm -hmm. you know, TSM, um, you know, SKT, and yeah. things like that, you know, you're not going to meet them. Right. Because, you know, they're performing on a grand stage. Mm hmm you know, and then they are basically just a whole bunch of people that are handpicked, just like, um, just like a sports team. Exactly, just like a sports team. You have your fans, you have your cheering section, and it's very much a spectacle, right? And if you want to meet these guys, you'll probably have to go to a meet and greet session, pay a couple hundred bucks, you know, get them <laughs> to sign something. But you I'll meet and greet with you, you know, just shout me a burger. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. That's that's. Yeah. You go to a tournament, and you'll probably hear that. Quite often. Yeah, you probably you know have Justin Wong going. Yep, yep. I'll hang out. Let, let yeah, we'll get we'll grab lunch. Oh, you want to have a chat? Yeah, yeah, why not? You want to talk about this? Sure, let's do it. Bring yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you if you know this, but um, we had a conversation with um, Jay Wong himself. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Mr. Wong. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, nah, he's a real interesting guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy's been through a lot, yeah. to say the least, right? Mm, mm. Now that he's uh, he's just basically, from what I've heard, is you know he set up his his own gaming house, sponsoring other people to go to That's these right. events. Yeah, man, what a cool dude! What I know, dude. And you know, I remember um, what was it? Watching uh, King of Chinatown. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he was talking about supporting you know his family, his grandmother, and it's like. I think throughout the years he's always been doing that with all his, you know, his wealth and success. Yeah. He's still giving back to his family. He's a very, very, you know, giving person. It's, it's nice to see. It's really nice to see. So. Yeah, nah, it's so cool. Um, you know, just, just having a character like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that it's good for us because you have some people who get egos and they think, oh, I play a game well so I can treat people this way. But at the end of the day, we're all people, right? We play games, mm. you know, when it comes down to it. We're not yeah. saving lives. Yeah. But you just got to be the best person you can. You got so, fans all over. Yeah. So have you met, um, you know, the Beast himself? Yeah, just, yeah, so I well, remember... Justin, so... Oh, you're talking about Daigo, yeah, sorry. Daigo, sorry, yeah, Daigo, yeah. my mistake. Daigo, yeah, I met Daigo years ago in Japan. Mm. Uh, I was just at an arcade and someone was like, hey, there's this Topanga event going on at this other arcade, you want to yeah. go? Yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. So we go and... Yeah, he was there, and we just, you know, we were, I was kind of drunk at the time, and right. got a picture with him and my friend, kind of just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, was that cool. sounds really awesome. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, how is he as a person? I mean... The, the language barrier, obviously, is there. Well, so, I speak Japanese. Oh, okay. So, yep. you know, we, we, had a, we had a small chat. It wasn't like, hey, Daigo, as the family. It was kind of just like, yep. oh, nice to meet you, and he was very much like, oh, thank you. You know, he yeah. was courteous. Yeah. He was courteous, so... Yeah, very down-to-earth, I'd say, when I met him. Quite polite, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, very polite. For sure. Japanese people. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that's most of them. <laughs> yeah, so um, what about in terms of, um, you know, yourself there? I mean, are you a sponsored individual? Uh, so, n not necessarily sponsored. Um, actually, yesterday, my friend launched his uh, his website. So, he has a clothing line. It's the Tar Pit Club. Mm -hmm. And he's a friend back from, uh, from Uni Times. What you're wearing right now. I am, I am. I'm sporting it. He's uh, yeah. helping me out with some clothing. Cool. Um, but you know what? Like, I'm just here to support him. Mm -hmm. uh, I love his, his clothing. It's comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's nice. The designs, I really like it. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to, 
build a kind of esports division. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what? I'm just there to support him because he's a good friend. Mm -hmm. um, so as far as sponsors go, it's more just like a, I'm helping him out and he's yeah. helping me out kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Um, we're, we're basically, we've got, um, you know, a few people that's helping out, such as uh, Hewlett Packard. Oh, awesome. So definitely want to thank them for that. Nice. They're the ones that supported us with these, um, you know, with these cool gears, such as this laptop yeah. and everything that we're doing this podcast on. Which is great. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, you mentioned before that you had some stories about um, Justin. Yeah, so actually the first time I met Justin yeah. was Canada Cup, I want to say 2015. Yeah. Um, last year of Ultra. Yeah. So you had a lot of players out there. Like That was when they had the 5v5, I believe, and they had like Team Japan. Yeah. They had like Team UK. It was like Ryan Hart and Pro Fluke, like two guys. Right. You know, on the five-man team. Um, so that was a really good year, and I remember for the Salty Suite, uh, they were streaming, it was upstairs, it was rowdy, everyone was drunk, everyone was having a good time, and I'm just standing there, and Justin comes up to me, he's like, hey Sketch, man, I really like your Rolento, and I was like, I'm sorry, do you know me? Like, <laughs> that's really cool, but holy shit. So he was the one that approached you? He did, yeah, I think he had that a little bit sick. to drink. It was, it was very flattering, it yeah. was very flattering to hear him compliment my Rolento, yeah. and I was like... Thanks, man. Like, do you have any advice? And yeah, and he gave me some advice, like straight up. And yep. I was like, "That's awesome." That's the thing about Jay Wong, eh? He he knows how to play every single game. He does. He's, He's a damn savant. good at it. Oh man, He's a monster. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great watching him play. And you know what? I actually really like listening to his commentary. Yeah, I wish he did more commentary, to be honest. Mm -hmm. He's knowledgeable about so many games. About Just everything. His insight and the way he views fighting games. Yep. It's. It's something to, to kind of admire, in a sense. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no. You also mentioned that, um, you know, there were some comments, like, I, I think that the boys were joking around with mm. you. Something about Street Fighter V? Ah, Street Fighter V, yeah. Yeah, like, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's touch on, let's touch base <laughs> on that. So, you have some things to say about Street Fighter V. Alright, so I kind of had, like, a love-hate relationship with the game. Mm. Um, it started out that I really liked the game. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Vanilla, um, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the scene was great. Everyone was kind of getting back into things. Yeah. And I was in New York at the time, so it was just... A lot of people were playing. Yeah. And it was fun. And then as time went on, I was kind of getting a little frustrated. Mm-hmm. And the problem was, I couldn't figure out what was going on, what was wrong. And after a while, I just realized, this doesn't play like the more traditional games I'm used to. This mm. is very much its own game. And is that right? Yeah. It didn't... For me, I'm more kind of old-school, fast-paced games, mm. and this is very much its own thing. I, I can't compare really any game to Street Fighter V, and at one point I thought that was a bad thing. I thought, this isn't like Street Fighter IV, this isn't like my other Capcom games. Mm. But after a while, I thought, you know what? Street Fighter IV wasn't like Street Fighter III. Street Fighter III wasn't like Street Fighter II. got to realize they're all different games. Yeah, that's right. And you know what? The best thing about Street Fighter V, it's pushed me to play other games. So I was thought I had to focus just on this one game, mm -hmm. but you don't have to. It's a game, but you don't have to play it. Wow, that's so, some yeah. that's some advice there. So it was a roller coaster, but now yeah. I'm very much neutral. I don't want to rain on anyone's parade. I know yeah. people like the game. I think that's awesome, mm -hmm. and I want them to keep playing. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, you, are you saying that Street Fighter Five is actually quite slow pace? Is it? In my perspective, yes. I think it's it's slow paced. What about like you know if you're comparing slow Street Fighter, what mm. about you know something like World Warrior or Champion Edition? 
Sure, but I think those games are just very much their own thing. You you can't really compare Street like World Warrior to Street Fighter Five just mm. because they're entirely different games. I think the way you play them, the mechanics, it's just it's not comparable. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, in this day and age, I think certain games have to adhere to certain rules, mm-hmm. um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a thing. So I've come to terms with that. Yeah. Um, and I'm very much neutral about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's some generic questions that I have like for all my guests. Yep. So, what do you? Uh, so, okay, in the whole fighting game community. Yep. Who uh, are all the people that you've met and mm-hmm. seen and things like that? Who do you think is like obviously the people's champ, and who do you think is, are the heels? Oh, okay. The people's champ. I feel like the number one person when you hear people's champ is Mike Ross. Okay. That's yep. like speaking of. That guy's awesome. Yeah. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 I met yeah. him years ago. But People's Champ, yeah. I would definitely give it to him. People's Champ? Yeah, for my brother. I thought that it would be like Jay Wong. Jay Wong? He was. He was a villain at one point. He was. I remember, at least during Street Fighter V, there was a time when he did not lose. And he was just winning. Mm. I think Street Fighter Four was well. And people were just kind of sick of it. You okay. know, they, they, they were yeah, like, yeah. we want to see someone else win. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, you know, he's just... So Mike Ross? Yeah. I would think so. Damn. Okay, who do you think are the heels then? The heels? I mean, I would have to say Filipino champ. He's like the number one heel in my opinion. Like, he you can either t- love him or hate him though, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. And mm. I, I mean, he's entertaining at the end of the day, right? Like mm-hmm. him and, and Kane Blue River. Yep. That Marvel, that whole weekend, you know, <laughs> first they have the, the set. Yeah. And then the end of the tournament, it was just, oh, it was wonderful. It was the just desserts. Yeah. He ate the humble pie. Yeah, extra serving of it. Yeah, it was wonderful. So it's I, you know I think it's wonderful that he is this heel because yep. when he gets taken down, oh, it's sweet justice. What about what about uh, so that's Filipino champ. What about uh, Chris G? What do you think of him? You know Chris G. Like I don't think he's a heel. I just think he's very good at games, and then he gets backlash when he doesn't win because he kind of. He gets frustrated. You can tell he gets frustrated when he loses. And then people kind of are like, oh, I don't really like that personality. He's salty. He is. But you know what? That just shows his passion, right? Like, he doesn't want to lose. And I got to respect that. And um, that's that's what's wrong with um, society and um, social media is that they try and portray you as a person, like a personnel. Mm. Like, you know, oh, you're salty. So it's like, yeah, I'm salty. I like the game. I actually, no, I I rephrase. I love the game. That's why I'm salty. Yeah, that I'm losing. There's a passion for it, and you gotta respect it. You yeah, know. for sure. So, yeah. Much any any other no- name drops that you wanna? Let me mention? see. As far as heels go, I yep. got I gotta say Wang because Wang came to New Zealand and is acting the heel to the to the part. I mean, to, like he's <laughs> just he's trying to to bring the Australian heat. Mm-hmm. He was talking a lot of smack today. Yeah. So, shout outs to Wang for. Uh, for being the Australian here. <laughs> well, that's the thing about Aussies when they actually come to New Zealand. Mm. Yeah, like, um, because there's more players over there, eh? And, yeah, um, yeah people just, uh, you know, they get better quicker because sure. there's more people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're so far away from the rest of the world. It's That's why when the, the international players come, it's so awesome to see everyone take advantage of that. Mm. Like, it's they understand how important it is to get players of different caliber from different areas of the world mm-hmm. and get practice with them and absorb as much as they can so it's it's very much important for people from other countries to come visit for these tournaments and yep. i think 
No, no, no. I know one day you're going to have a big New Zealand tournament. You're going to get the international show up. I guarantee it. And they're going to love it. Let's hope so. I mean, um, there was a bit of controversy that, uh, that happened about a month ago. Yes. I'm pretty sure you heard about that. So, yeah, the controversy had to do with the Capcom Pro Tour. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not only was there an issue in New Zealand, in Australia, mm. OHM, they lost their uh, ranking points. Yeah. And a lot of people were upset. And I can see exactly why they were upset. Mm -hmm. But the best person in the situation was Dave. Yeah. From Standing Fears. Mm -hmm. That guy had the best attitude about everything that was going down. Everyone thought... Oh man, no Capcom Pro Tour points. This isn't good. It's not looking good. The scene's not going to be in a good place. Yeah. Dave was like, you know what? We're we're here to support you guys. It's not about Capcom Pro Tour. We're going to put on the best event we can. We're going to work with our Australian brothers mm -hmm. and sisters. We're going to put on good events, and that's the bottom line. And at the end of the day, if we get Pro Tour points, awesome. If not, it's fine because. We're trying to build a scene, and I respect him so much. Him and all the Standing Fierce guys, yeah. I have the utmost respect for them. Yeah, Dave um, has been at this for years. Yeah. He's been at it for so long, but, you know, um, it's about time we're like, you know, we need to reward him. For sure. Yeah, for, for all the stuff um, that he's done for us, really, for the gaming community, for the FGC in New Zealand. Look, He's put in hard work, I guarantee it. Mm. It's going to pay off. Yeah. Guarantee it. Because the passion shows. And at the end of the yeah. day, there are people who run tournaments for business, and there are people who run tournaments for pro for, for passion, rather. Yeah. The people who run for passion are going to see the profits, 100%. When mm -hmm. you run for the profit, you're going to see a little bit of it, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be they're going to run out of money, and then eventually it just fizzles out. They'll run away, they won't pay out, mm -hmm. there's going to be an event, they, mm. you know. But when you see the passion involved, that's, that's all you need. Yeah. Speaking of controversy, we also had a local one as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not too sure if you heard about this, but um, there was a time when um, we, there was a local tournament in a small town. Okay. Uh, that just happened about a month ago. And um, what happened was the guy that ran it didn't know anything about fighting games. Ah, uh, I've yeah. seen this happen before. Yeah, so basically it was a net cafe. It was a, it was a, 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 a designer school. Okay. And, um, yeah, and then basically they were funding money for, um, you know, the less fortunate kids. Oh, wow, that's nice. Yeah, and, um, you know, just, just giving them a program to, to de uh, you know, just, just to go with. Yeah. Really, and, um, you know, they like playing games, and they also like media design mm -hmm. and things like that. So basically they just said, look, we're going to put together a, um, um, you know, Tekken tournament because, you know, uh, that's basically, you know, old school arcade and things like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so he posts it up. The fighting game community got a hold of it, mm. but then on the day of the tournament, that he he met he, there was a there was some bullshit rule. Okay. That obviously because uh, someone that w you know that has zero knowledge about fighting games would probably make this mistake. Mm. So what he said was he goes he's like okay we want an entertaining um, event. Okay. So you cannot hang back and you know and, and wait for them to come up just so that you can do so-called cheapies now oh i heard about this yeah <laughs> <laughs> I heard so about this. um so what they probably mean by cheapies is mm. obviously you know uh someone picking eddie yeah or something uh, like that okay, okay so um so they said that there's a three second rule if you don't move in three seconds you're mm. disqualified okay so so there was a lot of uproar and everything it got put on reddit mm. and everything and um 
it got a lot of backlash so it was saying oh this is why the world doesn't take New Zealand Tekken seriously oh, okay. and things like that and I don't think that's the case at all hmm. it was a guy that didn't have any knowledge about fighting games and um, yeah he, he made a he made a few bad word wording decisions right. I guess so I've seen things like this happen before mm. um, in all different places all over the world what happens is people who aren't familiar with the scene want to host something mm -hmm. the problem is our scene is very tight-knit when you think about it we have our specific rules mm -hmm. they're they're well known throughout the the scene and when someone's trying to come in and do their own thing some people see it as almost a way to profit right mm -hmm. off of our passion right and a lot of people are quick to point out bullshit yeah and they don't want any of this nonsense right I, I hate to say it, but I think that there are a lot of bigots out there. Sure, sure. And um, yeah, and I think that there's they do they do jump to a lot of conclusions. I think some people might see it as encroaching on mm -hmm. something we we is our passion, right? Yeah, yeah. And on the other side, it's just these guys who want to throw an event and they just don't know. Yeah. It's it's not that they they're malicious; it's mm -hmm. that they're they're trying to push a certain yeah. agenda. They just don't know. Yeah, you know? exactly. Thank you very much for actually um, pointing that out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's yeah, definitely something that um, yeah that, that needs addressing and things like that. Um, I actually went to the tournament okay. myself, and um, I drove down, and um, it was actually a really good tournament. Oh, awesome! Like, it was awesome. Um, the people were very, very um, accommodating. Um, yeah, um, they provided us with drinks and things like that because it was going nice. through overtime. Yeah, and um, yeah, they gave us pretzels and and all that. Yeah, they actually went out to the shop to buy groceries. Oh, wow, that's nice. You know, and was like, was like, oh, here, here, here's some, here's a Red Bull. Yeah. you know, on us and things like that. And um, yeah, it was it was a really good event. I think that they're coming to the event um, in Waikato. Okay, nice. Um, awesome. Which is War. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've heard of I've that. I heard about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So War that's happening in uh, April. April. Yes. Yeah. Nice. So that's just around the corner, and um, yeah, they're coming to it. Awesome. That's yeah, good. So that, you know what? That's good that they weren't scared off. Um, that I guess they're accepting the criticism, or mm -hmm. they're kind of they understand what happened. Yeah, it's know? just I guess that they just um, I, I I told the guy to come on stream. Yeah. And you know he he basically said a prayer and everything, um, and he was like going, oh yeah, this is our community, this is what we do, mm. and things like that. Um, yeah, there has been a misunderstanding, but I hope we're good. That's good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it ended that way. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I have seen events where people would advertise, oh, there's uh, this this entry fee, um, but there's nothing about payout. Or they say payout gets $100. Mm -hmm. But us in the community, we know, wait a second, well, there's entry fee, and then there's venue fee. Yeah. Uh, or rather, there's, there's, yeah, yeah. These guys were awesome though, because what happened was a thousand dollars was was the was the prize money, was oh, the wow. prize pool. They forked it out of their own pocket. No kidding. And um, and basically, the only thing you needed to do to enter that tournament, yeah, was a gold coin donation. No kidding. No kidding. Wow, yeah, that's so that's awesome. very very generous people. No, yeah. And um, yeah, hey, you know, um, whatever works for them. Yeah, that's no no, no that's. That's awesome that they got involved mm. and that they're coming to the. I'm, to I'm the hoping that um, hopefully later on they might talk to Dave. Yeah. And they might have you know maybe um, you know um, a thing going in their town. That would be great. And things like that. because obviously we've got we've got um, Rambats in Auckland, yeah. Hamilton, Christchurch, Wellington. It's all there. Yeah, and I saw yeah. recently Dave did an event where he played games with uh, children, with, like, the kids. Yeah. yeah, I was there. I was Were you there? there? Yeah. Oh, how yeah. was it by the way? Um, 
kids are learning. They're okay. learning. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's funny. Um, yeah, there's, um, there are a lot of the kids that are just, you know, they don't really go home and things like that. Mm. They just hang around places. But no, they're good kids. That's good. They're good kids. I mean, we would decide to like say, hey, look, okay, this is what we grew up with. Mm. You know, we hope that, you know, you've seen, you know, um, your brothers play and things like that. So yeah, here you go, go nuts. Pass down to the younger and, generation. Um, and basically some of them come up to us and goes, oh, teach me how to do these combos yeah. and things like that. I'm like, yeah, sure. Nice. Yeah, let's sit down. Okay. It's like, this is the, uh, this is one button. Yeah, this is the other funny. button. <laughs> you don't smash it. You just... Teach them not to mash. Yeah. yeah. Teach them not to mash. That's the one thing. Anyway, um, before we wrap this all up yep. and ride off into the sunset, sure. just like I like to always say, <laughs> um, so... Before we wrap this up, I'd like to also ask you one other question. Sure. This is another question that I ask everyone. All right. Okay. Let's go. So, who is your fighting game waifu? Waifu? Ah, uh, cooler. Cooler? Cooler. Easy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, tell us about that. She... That was KOF 13 for me. Cooler is bae. Oh, man. You are oh, another KOF. You know, for me, my... Um, my fighting game waifu is actually Athena. Athena, very nice choice. Mm. She was on my team as well. <laughs> yeah, people keep saying uh, pe people keep thinking it's Ling Xiao Yu, but mm. she's a friend. Okay, she's, uh, just she's friend a friend zone. Just a friend. All just right. a friend. She's my Pikachu. Nice. That's all I can say. Nice. Like, yeah, she's the one that always comes out and just helps me. Yeah, and everything. Today it didn't really work out as good, but okay. Okay. you know, you know, she 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 needs. To have a good rest now. Sounds good. She needs to go to Pokemon <laughs> Center, you know? <laughs> heal up. Yep, heal up. So, yeah, um, thank you very much for oh, doing my this, pleasure. man. Like, Thanks honestly, for this me. is this is really, really cool. I mean, it's really spontaneous. It's good seeing you here. I'm like, I'm like, wow, okay, Sketch is coming. And Dave's like, yeah, yeah, he's coming. He's like, man, I need to get that guy on the podcast. Oh man. <laughs> I'm humbled. Thank you so much for having me. No, nah, no worries. Alright, thank you very much. Take care.
It's Hani Hani Mohani. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, it's good to be on the Soul Shakers. Yeah, no, I've been, we've been meaning to get you in for a while. Um, I mean, it's something different, you know, something from Christchurch, something more Christchurch related, you know, something more down south, you know? Down south. So uh, down south. Yeah, but yeah, more chill. <laughs> more chill. Yeah, so um, obviously, you know, you, you've been known as the, uh, the Christchurch town hero. So, you know, a lot of people, when, they, when you go up, you're the only survivor. And then everyone seems to sort of cheer for you and things. I remember last time uh, in Red Zone Rumble where you got the crowd so hyped. Uh, no, uh, that was because that was I was um, using the chain grabs, wasn't it? And then you started the hype with the every time I landed a juggle, you'll start at the A, 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 wasn't it? And yeah, then, uh, but yeah, I guess that that's sort of, you know, you got to make that hype, you know? That, that's, how you, that's how you do things. Yeah. But I guess it was from that it kind of turned into the Christchurch Hero kind of thing. I, I, I don't know how exactly how it started, but yeah, the Christchurch Hero, I don't know. Maybe uh, it could be someone else. I'll just probably say that, you know, you'll be an... If you were a Dragon Ball Super character, I'd probably say you're Universe 6's cover. Oh, <laughs> so if I'm Universe 6's cover, then who would be the Vegeta? I don't know, probably Abuji. <laughs> Okay, oh, uh, yeah, okay, fine. So, you know, he teaches you how to become a Super Saiyan. And then, you know, and he's got this, like, you know, he's got the soft spot for you guys. <laughs> no, but let's be, let's be honest. Everyone who's asked Abuji about tips will know that he doesn't tell you shit. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So, what, what, was the, what was the last experience you got from him? So, like, even Dan will agree with this. Um... You, you'll be, you, you verse him, and then you, you'll be like, Oh, how'd you know I did that? Or, oh, why'd you do that kind of thing? He'll be like, Oh, because it's obvious. Everyone knows that you do that, and then that's it. That's the only tip he gives you. You're like, Oh, so you're not going to, like, you're thinking in your mind, Oh, you're not going to tell me exactly why you did it, frame-wise or anything? And then he's just like, Nah, it's because you're noob. <laughs> so he likes to talk down on people, but, you know, he's got this love-hate for you guys. Yeah, all the Koreans. Yeah, he, he, I guess he does. Like he, he comes like from hearing about the Auckland. I guess the Corbats, they have you know. Yep. Yeah, it, it seems like he has his soft, soft spot for all the younger Koreans. I think it is. Un okay. Unlike. So you have you have people you know like um, Sevio. I think Sevio is his favorite still. I think so as well. I don't know about BG though. <laughs> yeah, no, BG is sort of. They're, they're sort of on the same level, those two. You yeah. know, they're, um... I think they're more friends because, like, you know, you guys are, like, more like Abuji's underlings. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, so, you know. So would that make BG the... Omoni, the mum? No, no, that's Rambo. <laughs> so you guys are pretty much all, like, half Chinese. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so even if I'm from Christchurch, I still have, um... Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no, you're the distant... You're oh. the distant one. Oh, I'm the one they sent away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, honey, honey, more honey. Let's let's hear about that. Like, what is? How did that originated from? Where did it Where did it come from? Okay, so originally, honey, honey, more honey wasn't the gamer ID that I always used to go by. Oh yeah, what which which one was that? Like, what's the ID you go by? I used to go by ID. It was Kain eighteen. Right. Which is spelled G-A-I-N-18. And uh, for Koreans, they'll know what 18 is. In Korean, it's like... 
pronounced 18 as 18, mm-hmm. but it sounds like the swear word. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Kain is another, it was a uh, girl group back in the days called Brown Eyed Girls. It was one of the idols, which I enjoyed. And so that was the original gamer ID. And then another girl group came out and then it was I was a fan of a, a person called Hani. Mm, and then okay. that, <clears throat> so, and then I was just kind of playing around with words and it was like Hani Hani Mohani, which in Korean translate to Hani Hani, what are you doing? Oh, okay. So it's a play on words in Korean. Right. But it kind of rhymes. So Mohani is what are you doing? Yes. Okay. And Hani Hani is just like Hani Hani, just like saying her name twice. Oh, so, oh okay, okay. So you're pretty much like a big fan of this girl named Hani. Yeah, I. I don't know if these days I, I still like her as like as a uh, celebrity, but yeah, just that's how it originated. Oh, okay, so it all originated from being a fanboy. Yeah, from a K-pop K- K-pop fanboy. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that's different. <laughs> <laughs> so on another topic, there, um, you know, you said that you are, you know, obviously we know that you're Korean. Yes. But. Um, you also mentioned that you were born in New Zealand as well. Yep. Uh, born and bred. Yep, born in Christchurch Burwood Hospital. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, okay. So, nah, you don't really get many um, sort of, uh, I guess, second gen, I'd say. Nah, you're more first gen. First gen. But, you know, um, I guess that that's where like all of the other first gens will come in later on. But, you know, yeah. you're like it's quite rare to actually hear like a New Zealand-born Korean. Yeah, um... There's quite a few in Christchurch. Like we have our own kind of group of mm. uh, Christchurch, well, New Zealand-born Koreans. Yeah. Hey, right. we have we we call it the OG Koreans. The OG Koreans. Yeah. Even though that you're not born in Korea. <laughs> like OG NZ Koreans, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah, Kiwi Koreans. Yeah, they're like Ki- Kiwians. Yeah. Kiwians. Cause, okay. Because we'll, we'll, we'll call you guys Kiwi Kiwians, eh? Because so. we're we're all in our like. Pretty much all now in late twenties, yeah. early thirties. Right, right. So, yeah. No, no, that's cool. So, um, your your name, like, let's let's sort of touch base on that. So, you said that it's it's Jiangsu, like, yeah. Uh, yeah so that's, that's pretty much how it's like you know spelled. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the pronunciation, well, full Korean name is Oh Jungsu. Oh Jungsu. Yeah, it's okay. actually a very uncommon name. Right. Um, and then I do have my English name, which is Simon, which I only use at work. <laughs> so people like, at work just know you as Simon. Yeah, just Simon. Like they, they, they have asked me about my Korean name, but I just like kind of, you know, pass it on like just non-existent at work. Funny thing though is that like I have a Chinese name, but a lot of people don't really know about it. it just sort of stays within the family. But yeah, it's um like. It, uh, it's not necessary. Yeah, I'd say. And plus, you know, like you know, these days we all just call you honey. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Right. Yeah. So so, I I kind of like now have a gamer gamer name, have my English name and my Korean name, which is only used like by friends and families, like the Korean friends and families, and then gamer name, which is used by the gamers, and then English name, which is used by workers. So you've got like you know three split personalities. Yeah. <laughs> Three split personalities. Hi, I'm Simon. Hi, I'm Jansu. Hi, I'm Honey, Honey, Mohani. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, so, what actually, let, let's hear about, you know, the, 
origin of Honey Honey More Honey like? How did you break into the gaming community, and how and why fighting games out of a lot of things? Um, so I I guess I'm like one of like I guess every original or origin story for gamer like I started off with a. Well, actually, I didn't start off with like any Nintendo Super Nintendos or anything. I started started off with a Pocket Game Boy. Pocket Game Boy, okay, yeah. so portable handheld. Yeah, I started off with that. Um, went through all the Pokemon stage, Mega Man stage, Zelda stage, um, and then went into PlayStation. And first one was actually Tekken Three. So PS One. Yeah, PS One Tekken Three. Um, that's how I first got into fighting games and I was your usual scrub kid mashing buttons and then picked Eddie yeah I actually picked Farah oh because he's Korean X, yeah mashing XXX or circle 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 the pride is real <laughs> and then um, I had a cousin and then he actually knew how to play mm-hmm. and then I would go to his house and then I'll play and then one day I he, he was just using Taking three juggles and I kind of rage quit. <laughs> so by by what he you mean by he knows how to play? It's not like ten hit strings or anything like that. No, he was actually like you know do like proper juggles. Proper juggles. Well, they like, weren't really spectacular. They were, yeah, they were then, just yeah. like you know I guess like four hit juggles, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he knew he knew that, and so and then I think I rage quit. I like threw the controller. <laughs> yeah, and then did you cry? No, I don't cry. Okay. <laughs> and then um, that was it for fighting games until Tekken Five. No, Tekken Tag One. I played a little bit. I don't have a PlayStation Two. Okay. I okay. skipped PlayStation. You don't really want to play on the PlayStation Two anyway because it's so slow. Yeah. yeah. I, I went to an Xbox. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then I went into the Halo days. Halo days? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> when did you come back to fighting games? That when was. Were you like Daddy's back? That was um, when I went, was in high school and I met Gorilla Strong. Okay, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. when I met in high school. I think it was when I was year nine. Uh, year nine, year ten, when Tommy, yeah, he was year twelve. So he used to bring his PlayStation to to school, and then at during lunch, all the Koreans and the Samoans and some white guys <laughs> would come in. We'll play some Tekken Five at lunch. Um, and then everyone that's when everyone knew how to do juggles mm. like the t5 right, juggles right. yeah yep. the simple like i guess i think it was like wang back to one back to one forward one plus two i think right. it was back okay. in the days. Yeah. yeah 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 and then that kind of started off as me learning tekken like properly and then tekken then tekken 6 came out i think when i was in year 12 i think it was i can't remember a long time ago and then I was actually working at Time Zone back then. Oh, okay. So was this the Rickerton? Yeah, the okay, Rickerton yeah, yeah. crashes Time Zone, and that's where I pretty much learnt to play. Like, I, like you would have Glenn, Neil. There was like uh, Kenya. Um, do you know Kenya? I this believe so. Tall black guy. Jurassic. Is that his handle? No, I don't think it was. Oh, okay. Then there was some like other guys. I think it was like there was Demon. There was a he was a king. I'm a king player. I learned a lot from him. Was Glenn around then? Yeah, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Neil yeah. would sometimes come down, right? Yeah, they're yeah. brothers, so yeah, yeah. They would always be there. Like, yeah, we, we they're, they're they're the OG ticket yeah. days. Yeah, Neil like Neil and Glenn were like at 
a different level. We're Back different then, level, yeah, yeah. They, they, like, especially when in six, where um, where where Glenn just took off, like his uh, Yoshimitsu, and then Neil was Horang, I think it was. Yeah, that's yeah. right, Horang back then. Yeah, and so you, you kind of verse them and you kind of learn. Like I started off as a Dragonov. I learned Tekken properly with Dragonov, and then I learned King from Demon, and that was pretty much how it all started. Like Tekken Six, and then Tekken Tag Two came out. Played that, but I didn't. I never went to tournaments though, back then. And okay. It, yeah. Okay, so you never went to tournaments, but you're normally just play. Is it? Uh, would you normally be online? No, I was. I was. I was the arcade kid. Right. So you just basically you'd rather just stay in the arcade and just yeah. play people there. Right. Like, okay. I, I had. I had taken six and tag two at home, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't play it as much as I would at time zone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then that's. So I would assume that you know, since you worked at um, the the time zone in Rickerton, there's probably been quite you know we've heard of these dramas and things like that, but there's got to be a lot of drama going on between you know some players, you know, and things like that. Have uh, you hear? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, uh, there, I, I think everyone might know there is that there was that certain player. Um, I think I know who you're talking about, so we'll not mention anything. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll, we won't but, mention names, yeah. but yeah, there was, you know, dramas between people. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, y- you see that, and then you just kind of watch, and you're like, ah, uh, yeah, as long as there's no fights or anything, it's fine. I don't even think that anyone would, you know, swing a punch, really. No, because, yeah, everyone, everyone was, like, a close community, but... Like, everyone, like, you know, some people don't like losing kind of thing. Well, you know, if you really swing a punch at someone, you know, you know that you're going to probably get exiled from the community. Yeah, yeah, so, that, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of dramas. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's, yeah, that's a bit unfortunate because, I mean, we are quite close with the mm. community and things like that, and, um, you know, for something like this to really happen kind of impacts the whole community themselves, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But back then, um, I don't know about you, but we're, we're, after the whole Standing Fierce and the whole Rambats and things like that, the big tournaments that are happening, I kind of feel that, you know, our fighting game community is definitely getting closer, even though that, you know, there's there's the four main places. So you got Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch, and Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, so- Hamilton's coming up now, right? It uh, wasn't as big, I don't think. Like, didn't I? Don't think Hamilton had any big majors until recently. The war being announced. Yeah, well, I mean, they do. They got a big enough sort of following over there, anyway. Mm. And you've got like you know good dudes over there like um, Arashi, Arashi, yeah, and um, yeah, and them just holding the fort. Like yeah, Arashi. Then there's like Reckless Steel, P Town, Kuma. Yeah. Yeah, like. You've got everyone knows who they are, but I think it's like the players that don't come to big majors that, like, we don't see them as like the big community, even though they might have one. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you have always been like a PC player, yes, and things <clears throat> like that. So that's how we encountered each other on um, PC. Yes, and I remembered clearly that I got really pissed off one time because um, I was actually farming um, treasure 
Oh really? Yeah, I was I was doing treasure farming um, yeah. with um, you know in the treasure battle yeah, yeah. mode in Tekken Seven, and um, what I did was I binded the three and four sort of opposite. So four was three, three was four. Yeah. And um, and basically I'll use that for Katarina. So basically oh, I'll just yeah, yeah, I'll just yeah. put the turbo on and yeah. I'll keep and it then as keep turbo. It yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so what happened was I forgot that that was on. So um, I pretty much. Um, went straight online, <laughs> and and so I picked Shao Yu like always, and then I encountered you, and then next thing I knew it, I'm like, shit, my buttons. <laughs> so, so I pretty much just had to play like a whole thing. I mean, I ended up like losing, um, and I was on promo as well. Oh. Now, it's, it's either it's either I was on promo or you were on promo. Okay, yeah. but like I didn't want to lose that that whole that game. Well, nobody wants to lose. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh damn it! If I had <laughs> those buttons, and then I think that I I, re I rearranged them and I got you again. And I'm like, okay, it's revenge time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how we sort of uh, that's how I encountered you. That's um, how we first met, I think. Yeah. Online. Yeah, and yeah. then that's when we started hosting those uh, PC tournaments. Because yeah, you hosted them first, and then I think I took over one week, and then it kind of continued to me hosting. No, what happened was I believe it was me and Kill that was um, that was. Oh, they were switching. Well, you were switching around, weren't you? Yeah, we were switching around, yeah. and then um, what happened was Kill just said, "Look, you, you can do it now." Um, <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, fine." And then I was doing them for a while until LPL. Uh, so we went to um, Reds and Rumble. Yeah. And that's when we took a break. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, what happened was when. When we were at Red Zone Rumble, that's when I thought about of ideas on the podcast and everything like that. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to give that a go and see, um, you know, how that goes. Um, whoever wants to take over the tournaments, they can. Mm. And then I, back then, like I had the time and everything, so I was just, I was like, okay, I might as well. Like I had, I had all the streaming stuff ready. And then all I had to do was just change some formats, like the layouts and all that. And then, so that's why I did it. And then, when I first did it, it wasn't bad. But, and then I realized later on, like each week, like doing it each week, it actually took a lot of time and effort. It drains you, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that's why I changed it to once every two weeks, like once every fortnight. And I think that kind of better suited it. And that, that's when I think Jamie and um, Connor's change PS4 to Fortnite as well. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was getting really, really tough. I mean, it was a good turnout. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them were good turnouts and, and things, but um, weekly was really, really hard. Yeah, and then I think like with players as well, like weekly turning up is quite hard for them as well. Yeah, well, you get those people that are like more dedicated, mm. like Dan Banter. Like he would always show would up always every show. every week. Uh, Mizu as well. Mizu would always Mizu, show up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and things like that. It was really, really good. Mm. Yeah, so it's good experience and everything. Um, speaking of which, we're actually doing a PC tournament this Thursday. Eh? Yeah, for yeah, I'll be doing that one. You can enter, or if you want to co-commentate, you can. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'll probably get back. To Christchurch, um, I think it's like three, four in the afternoon. Go home, maybe just have a little rest, and then could probably not. Um, <laughs> I could, I could probably um, just set it up because um, I think if I do co-commentate, I can just jump into Discord and then 
Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just probably screen share that with you then. Yeah, I think yeah. that was, like, I did that with Dan last time. It's way better. Yeah. Way better, yeah. Because there's like lag, uh, like delay or lag or something like that when you go, people like when two of you just go into the lobby and spectate. Yeah, there's always like a bit of lag between the mm. two of you. So you can't really commentate things properly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, for those that really want to, um, that want to take part in this tournament, it's tomorrow, which is Thursday. What's the date? Twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah, twenty second. And what time do you normally start? I <clears throat> I did at eight o'clock. Okay, so I guess we can start at about seven thirty or something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So since Noctis is actually <laughs> oh my uh, announced. So you know, I guess that everyone would be playing Noctis. Yeah. Um. Have you have you seen some of his stuff yet? I play him. Oh, have you already started playing him? I've dropped Xiao Yu and I started playing him. Oh my. Oh no! Like, I I saw I saw a clip on Twitter. Um, he's cancer. Yeah, he's like, cancer. No, no, no. Like, Akuma. you you will all you have to do is you just sit back and, and then no, and then if they if if you see them remotely coming forward, then you forward too. Like, it's dirty. Uh, like, like you can you can um if you're quick enough you can react to a Akuma Hadogan or a um, Geese um Rapukin, and then that counters. Like the teleport counters it, and then you get a punish. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's dirty. It is. It really is. So what I normally do is, um, you know, you you sort of fish them to whiff, oh. and because your down forward two is actually so freaking long range mm. that you know it just clips them, and then they sort of float up. Then that's when you start doing your combo and stuff. It's fast as well. The only thing is that you know if they know that you're going to do it and they block you, oh man, you're in for a ride. Like, oh, like, and then I was looking at the Discord, um, the NZ Tekken Discord, and all you see is Abuji, Kyo, just going through all the frames, like, going, like, talking about what moves, and if they join it, I know they're just going to be playing Noctis for the tournament. Well, I guess that since Rambats is on the Saturday, then everyone's going to be playing Noctis. <laughs> I heard that Wowser's going to be playing Noctis as well. Oh my, Wowser's playing Noctis? Yeah, he said, he goes, I think I found my secondary. Oh, is he, he's finally found the secondary? Yeah, and it's Noctis. Oh my god. And then Milky's playing Noctis? Milky is playing Overwatch, but yeah, she's playing Noctis so on she, the side. She, she said she was going to play um, Tekken for a while. Like, yeah, once Noctis comes out. Yeah, and... <laughs> Has she has she stuck to it or no? Uh, well, I saw her jumping on Tekken Seven the other day, oh, or okay. yesterday actually, when Noctis was announced. Announced. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what happened was um, when Noctis was announced, uh, Wowser messaged me, and he said he goes, he's like, turn off your Steam and restart it and relaunch the game, and you'll get Noctis. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I did exactly that because I was actually practicing. Ah, oh, okay. So um, so I turned it off, turned it back on. And then it only had the, um, you know, the, the numbers, you know, the effects. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those effects are so cool. Have you seen them? No, not yet. So basically what it is, is I think that if, um, if you have, like, you get the red one and the white one. Mm. Now, just like the game in Final Fantasy XV, if you, if you do damage, if you select the white one and if you do damage, the number pops up. Oh, wow. Yeah, Like, yeah. the exact amount of damage, or...? Yes. Oh, so, wow. No, so basically, like, let's say if you have Shao use AOP, yeah. uh, 2-1. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll basically say, um, you know, it'll, it'll say the amount of damage that it does. 
So oh. not the total amount, but just just the just each separate one. Each yeah. separate yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, that is it. Wow. And and I think that if you actually pick the red one, mm-hmm. and uh, it just means that you know if they do damage to you, then you, and it pops the number pops, pops up oh. of how much damage you take. <laughs> I haven't tried the red one yet. I just tried the white one. Oh, it's pretty cool. I uh, I got I got to go back to Tekken after LPL is over. I'll go back to Tekken. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You've actually taken so much time, uh, you know, just to practice um, fighter. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, at Garden of Might, oh, I, cause I only practiced one day for Garden of Might for mm-hmm. Tekken. Like, I had to go back and learn, re- relearn King's chain grabs. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, as I was saying before, with um, you know, with that there, yeah. So once he, like, you know how Wow's actually said they found us. Um, yeah. Yeah secondary character mm-hmm. and everything um yeah so he told me to like go back and then afterwards he actually just said oh um i was like the the guy's not here yet yeah like he should be right above jack yeah yeah and then he's like oh i don't know and then and he goes he's like well the file has been downloaded and it's there so i'm gonna like i'm gonna find him in treasure battle <laughs> and like you know we've been we pretty much just battled like all these ais mm-hmm. and he finally got him oh <laughs> yeah so he said that's what he did for geese Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So he said he goes, Oh man, this guy moves so cool. I'm gonna actually like I'm gonna main him now. Oh I'm gonna like, you know, make him my secondary. Uh Wowza oh. Yeah. Cause I I talk to Wowza like now and then as well. Mm-hmm. Good kid. Yeah, he's a good kid and I expect him to um do quite well in tournaments. Mm-hmm. And I always told him to always main a second. Like you're gonna need it. Like once you've in tournaments, you do tilt now and then, and then it's good to always have a, ma- a second to go to. Speaking of tilts, like you know, for Garden of Might, man, I was super tilted. Like um, when when it was when I was with Blackout, uh, <laughs> you saw that match, right? <laughs> like I didn't know what to do with him. Like I didn't know like how, what, or what shall you can do to react to Eliza because yeah. he he moves really differently. So that's the reason why, like that. Uh, if I stayed with Xiao Yu, I would have been picked apart again. Yeah. yeah so that's why I went Jack. You went Jack. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but you you haven't versed Blackout much, have you? No, that? no, not not much at all. Yeah. So I think because Arashi plays um, Eliza, so different, very different. <laughs> just yeah. just totally on a different level. I mean, Arashi is like a player that you know you just go, hey, let's play some games yeah. and things like that, and you guys just end up having r- a lot a of fun. fun. Time. Whereas um, you know Blackout, he's just like he's like, it's okay, I'm fun. gonna I'm gonna like you know try my best to survive. This is like PUBG all over again. You know, I'm like deserted on an island, <laughs> and I don't know who's gonna shoot at me, <laughs> yeah, or what's gonna happen next. Yeah, uh, that I completely understand because I had to verse him at Red Zone Rumble, like. I, he was in my pools at Red Zone Rumble, and he knocked me out. And that was the first time I encountered his Eliza. Like, I even encountered him on online when you hosted the tournaments as well. Mm-hmm. I actually bet him that time. Oh right, okay. I was the one who actually sent him to losers, I think it was. And he came back, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he came back. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I remember that. I remember that actually quite well because, um, yeah, uh, his Eliza because it was new. Mm. Yeah, Eliza was new, and you know, just looking at the way that like, all the movements and all the moves and things—it's just the way that she moves is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, but once you foot, like understand her, uh, she does become a little like 
a lot less threatening, but she's still a very cheap character to kind of play against. Like, like you know how Akuma, Eliza, Geese, like, they're meter characters, and in Tekken, like, you can't verse them as thinking as a, like, a normal Tekken character. Like, you have to kind of think of other game mechanics, like Street Fighter or... King of Fighters or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a normal Tekken game that you're playing when you when you're matched up against them. So, but once you understand that, I think it becomes a lot more easier to face. Have you have you found that you've sort of mastered how to play against Eliza? Nah, <laughs> no, no, nah, no. Nah. I I've started to learn Akuma because there's quite a few people who still play Akuma, but Eliza's just like one of like. Blackout's the only one who really uses them. So who would you who would you rather play against? Would you rather play against a geese or an Eliza? I'll rather play against a geese because I know because I used to use geese as well. Oh, okay, okay, true. Yeah, I, I picked up geese when he first came out for like a week, and then and then you just yeah you just ditched him. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like me with Noctis, but I'm probably not going to ditch Noctis because he's cool. It's like Soul Calibur all over again. Yeah. Um, yeah, prob- I-, I think he's a more Soul Calibur character. Yeah, he is, eh? With a sword and everything like that. Alright, alright. So, basically, let's, let's go to the more fun um, questions and everything. So, in your community there, who do you think are, you know, like, I normally ask this to everyone, but mm-hmm. who do you think are the good guys and bad guys in the community? Um, good guys... I definitely think you guys are good guys. The Soul Shakers, I reckon, good guys. Come on, man! Like, like you can't you can't say that because I mean, last time when we had that, like you know, when, when we had that five v five, I was booed. You're the one getting cheered. <laughs> no, but uh, that five v five was um, it was for fun though. Like I know, it, it but I was the I was the bad guy. I came up as the bad guy. But it wasn't real Tekken. If, if it was real Tekken, you wouldn't have been booed. I but you, you no no. It's it, I would have been booed. Like because just because I'm from Auckland, uh, uh, so well, for yeah, me, for me, like I mean, did you hear what Nick to- uh, said to me? What? Like I was like I was like okay, did you get that? And then like, I was explaining the rules, and I was like, did you get that? And he goes, he's like, oh um, no, because I wasn't listening to you, like or because we don't <laughs> listen to you or something. It's like it's like oh okay then, all right. So I guess that okay. So let's be the dick. <laughs> so that. That's when I started, like you know, giving everyone attitude and things yeah, like that, yeah. because you know that's that's what sparked it. It's like, it's like, oh, is that how it is? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Fine. So what? Okay. So let's just like let's say that again. So the bad guys would probably be who okay. would you think? If, if I had to pick a bad guy, like you know, someone that's like a massive villain that like people love to see go down. I would say like. I, I consider, like, okay, I think villain would be Blackout, because, well, I like, I like Hajir, he's a good player, but I think everyone wants to see him go down. Like, he, he's been on the throne for quite a long time. Well, that's the reason how, like, Tosh knocked him out, and everyone yeah, and was everyone cheering. cheering yeah. yeah, but he, he's a good guy, but I, I think everyone wants to see the upsets, that's the main thing. That's the reason why, um, when Simp knocked him out. Yeah, everyone yeah, cheered was, again, yeah, yeah. yeah. like... It's not that ev- people don't like him, it's just everyone wants to see upsets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would consider him a villain. I think that kind of Jamie's kind of a bit of a villain as well. Zazel. Oh, yes, Jamie as well. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, I think the people who stay on top of the f- throne for a long time become the villain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they the heart gets corrupted and <laughs> and then they become dist- they they start destroying villages and things like that. Yeah, and then once, um, and then the heroes are the people who take them down. Okay, so you think that someone like Wowzer well, or, or yeah, something like that? Yeah. What about like Dan Banter? I think that he's a villain. I think he's 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 he's, he's a henchman. He, yeah, he's the upcoming like he he's like the um. Darth Vader to the Sith Lord. So he's Anakin right now. Yeah, he's Anakin right now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So he's Anakin, but then he will turn into Darth Vader. Yeah. Okay. Once, once, once Abu Ji goes down, right? Yeah. Or yeah. once he retires, yeah. he's, like, he's like, "Here's my helmet." Yeah, I think that's. I, th- I think I think yeah. I think that's how. That's how I consider the villain and hero. Oh, okay. <laughs> so before we wrap this up, there, um, Jung, what about? Um, let, let, okay, the the main question, the salt shaker question, okay. the one million dollar question. I know what it is. Who, who is it? I cons- I've always liked Asuka from Tekken. Asuka. I I don't know why. I I did pick her up. Virtual Bacon. I hope you're hearing this. Yeah. I I've always liked Asuka as a character. I played her in T6 um, Tag Tour as well. Okay. But a bit of her in T7. Like, she's always a character that I always play. Like now and then. Okay. So you she you don't main her, but. Yeah, she's. I like the character. Okay. Okay. That's actually quite weird. I actually thought you might think it's Lily or something. You know, I might. No. Really? I don't really. No. I hate Lily. Really? Yeah, that's why I don't like playing against Seville. Ah, <laughs> uh, but you played Lily. Uh, no. Well, and I, the only time I played Lily was in Tekken Five. You also played Lily in Tekken Seven. I did. In the early days. That's the one that like, I think that you got the promotion from me because of the buttons. You Are were playing you? Lily. No, I never yes. played Lily. Oh wait, no, that wasn't you. Are you sure? No, no, that wasn't you. No, press R. Oh, press R. Yeah, press R to win. Yeah, that's the guy that, like... Uh, that's the guy that plays I, Lily. I remember versing you with my Gigas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Gigas. Gigas. I remember you getting hit by my forward, forward, forward two, the big kick up shoulder into the grab that does half HP. That's dumb. <laughs> but no, that's... That's what it is, but... Asuka, eh? Locked in? Yeah, locked in. Oh, damn. Okay, so we got Asuka for... Honey, honey, more honey. <laughs> does does she remind you of honey? Is that what it is? No, I just liked her from T5. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that just kind of went along to T7. Okay. Well, before we before we wrap this all up and ride off into the sunset, just like what I always say, <laughs> um, is there anything that you'd like to say to, you know, all your boys back home in Christchurch? Anything you want to say to Gorilla Strong? Any special mentions or anything like that? Um... Gorilla Strong, like mentions, like Gorilla Strong, Nick for now, they're they're the ones that kind of brought me into the tournament scene. So I, thanks, like shout outs to them. And uh-huh. then, like the Tekken community, like they're they're it's a really good community. Like you talk to them on Discord, and then like you talk about Tekken, you talk about other stuff. Like they're a bunch of good guys. So I really, was, I think it's a really good thing that I got the chance to talk to a lot of people through discord mm. and then taunt, yeah. yeah taunt to's like yeah. they're they're all great bunch of guys yeah just to also let you know there that uh, you're in the same sort of episode as um sketch so 
mm. you'll be back to back as well with him. So he also mentioned that in these, um, you know, for the fighting game community, the difference is that we're a lot tighter and we're a lot closer. Whereas, um, you know, you'll have people that play League of Legends where they'll have a fan base, but then, um, you know, you're not going to be just a normal dude that's actually going to show up to a tournament and be paired up with Daigo mm. or something, you know, as yeah. the first match. You know, you're not going to be able to face like, you know, TSM or Cloud9 or things like that. Yeah. You know, so it's it, we're, we're a lot more tighter as well because, you know, we can just meet Justin Wong at a tournament and just be like, hey, Justin, yeah, big yeah. fan. And then he's like, yeah, and he's like, you got any advice? And then he actually would sit down and give you advice. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what, that, that's the beauty of, like, the fighting game community, right, compared to other gaming commu communities. So. Yeah, no, no. Well, yeah, I guess that that would just end things here there. Well, thank you very much for coming on to the, uh, to the show there, and uh, thanks for taking up this interview. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I uh, really enjoyed being on Soul Shakers. <laughs> I get, Finally, you get uh, your own time. Uh, it's, it feels like an honor <laughs> to be on. Really? No, it is. Like you, you had like Saint and Justin Wong and all that, and now it's like, oh yes, I get to be on it. Now you get honey, honey, more honey, which is even better because <laughs> oh, you're on a later episode, you know. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not early days anymore, it's man. Not early days. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you as well. <laughs>